to the Dog Zone 9000, the official weekly podcast for the 1900 Hot Dog Daily website. I'm the Internet's Sean Baby, and I'm happy to introduce my co-host, Bobby the Brain Brockway. I'm Robert Brockway. Here's a Brockway fact. I named a part of the moon, and I bet you could guess which one if I allowed follow-up questions, hmm. which I don't. I'm just going to say butthole. It's not even a question. I know it's the butthole. Damn it. We're joined by film expert and funny man from Gamefully Unemployed, David Bell. Ooh, hello. Hi. Hi, hey. hello. How Welcome. are you? It's Thank fantastic you. to have you. I know that you're in the middle of a hardcore writing crunch, so thanks for taking time to come talk about of, this stupid shit with us. Of course. To, always to a To do pleasure. some word writing. Just, you, you know, <laughs> spoken word writing is what, we, what this is. Mm-hmm. That's what that's we're going to do. You, yeah, that's what we call it. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been writing all day, so I, I I'm a little uh, out of it, which should mm-hmm. be fun, you know. But should I didn't have you guys some good podcast. I didn't have you guys prep anything. The premise of what we're doing, it's God. How do I explain this? Zombies, but but zombies. So the three of us, <laughs> right. We've been appointed as Council of Zombie, and we're in charge of making difficult, high concept decisions for the genre. We're basically going to redesign the genre. The best way by committee. Uh, yeah, so that always I, of works course, great. It always works great. I didn't invent the idea, of course. Uh, other famous examples of art by committee are uh, Mac and Me, which was ET designed by committee, or Ready Player One, which was a human idea designed by committee. Yep, so both perfect films. Yeah, but <laughs> no notes on any of those yeah. films. I think we all agreed that was great art. So um, we're gonna kill it today. We're gonna kill it. You guys have been training your whole life for this, uh, even though. We all come here today mostly unprepared. Um, entirely you'd unprepared, like to, sir. Entirely. Entirely. <laughs> is there anything you'd like to plug at the top of the show here, David? Oh. Because um, we might just fucking cut out in the middle of something zany. That's a oh, thing. Oh, right. That's your jam. You love doing that. Um, I guess I'll plug Gamefully Unemployed. You already mentioned it. That's patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. That's a uh, podcast network myself and Tom Ryman do. Uh, and Who that's is it. Now a one nine hundred hot dog columnist of one nine hundred hot dog fame. Yeah, one nine hundred hot dog fame. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's great. Uh, I've been on the show. Rockway's been on the show. We're great on the show. You are great. Um, <laughs> we're all great. Yeah, we're all great. Good job, um, everybody. Good job. Yeah. And now I know that I obviously make jokes about the dangers of uh, designing by committee, but this is. Um, I want to tell a real story about a time. I was involved in something like that. Uh, it's going to be real short, I promise. It will not take 35 minutes, like most of my stories. But it was my first job out of college, and I was in an ad agency, and I was one half of the creative department. So uh, the company commissioned a thing they called Z-Thing, which was a great name for it because it was just meant to be a thing, like a way to <laughs> sneak ads through the back door of shareable content. This was early in this. like, um, But a Z-Thing. Z thing was what they called it. Uh, it. It ended up being a software program that could move an animated GIF across a small area while it played a MIDI song. I swear to Christ, I'm not making it up. Uh, it cost them, <laughs> the technology. Yes, it cost them thousands of dollars. Even at the time, I was like, this is bad. This is not uh, great. Uh, so we were tasked to make something viral, in quotes, and that was um, like what we had to work with. Oh, and my God. This was nothing, so important. Something viral. Yeah, I, nothing, I, I miss those days when, when people were just <laughs> yeah. like, when a marketing guy would show up and say, like, I have a great idea. 
Something right. viral. Something but Yes, that was the idea. So we had like an important creative uh, meeting with, and again, that was just me and one other guy, but we had to meet with everyone in the company. So with tech and sales and all hands on deck, you get it. So it was, everyone was there for this important brainstorming meeting. And within minutes or maybe seconds, they locked in on Star Wars. They're like locked the fuck in on Star Wars. So they're like, you know, people like Star Wars, but they need something else, right? Something maybe. <laughs> it needs one other thing. <laughs> one other and then thing. it'll be perfect. <laughs> right. They decided on MP3s because uh, this was like the year 2000. They were hot at the time. MP3s. So the top dozen minds in bleeding edge, Portland, Oregon, digital advertisement through the full weight of their creativity at something about Star Wars and MP3s. And then. And viral. Yeah. And also viral. 30 minutes later, MP3PO was born. Not oh. what he did or why someone would share him. <laughs> Simply that, just the name MP3PO. And like, obviously, this is like to my core offensive, like this fucking punny bullshit. But I also think I might have specifically had on my website at the time, like jokes about the kind of person who might come up with MP3PO. Like I might have had that, those exact words. <laughs> How could you and, not? <laughs> yeah. And so uh, the whole meeting I was fighting against it. I'm like, no, this is terrible. You've got to stop this. And not just because it sucked, but because I knew it'd be my job to fucking make it. So I fought <laughs> with all my persuasions and, and contempts, and I was just helpless against the tidal wave of committee. There was maybe 10 or 11 other people. I could not steer them away from MP3PO. And that is us today. We are definitely in the process of making MP3PO. And So that's our that's- team name. We're going to make a team name, of course. <laughs> and then our team name is MP3PO. I love it. I love it. So um, with that, uh, with full certainty that this uh, will end in tragedy, let's begin Zombie Court. Or Hell as they yeah. say in regular court, Zombie Court is now in Begin Start. Uh, Good so, thanks. Good job, so, zombies. <laughs> to explain again, uh, basically I'm going to give A-B testing to a lot of zombie tropes. And we're going to decide, the three of us, um, which one we're picking. Has to be a hard binary decision. There's going to be some tough decisions. There might be some easy decisions. Okay, I have, a, first... I have a question. Okay. What, are we making a physical zombie, like a character? Oh, are we making a movie? What, it, what are we making? We like, are what, is, what in... is our banner are we making with an a apocalypse going by? Are we, are we just going to try to end this? End <laughs> right. it all? I think that's what's going to happen, but we're not. We're trying to make the perfect zombie movie using the best oh, okay. individual decisions Whenever there's like two paths to take, Got we're going it. to pick a path and those branching paths designed by committee are going to lead us to what theoretically should be the greatest zombie movie ever. That's what we're doing. Okay. With full caveat that it's not going to work. Zombie PO. Yes. That's so what we're going to end up with. First prompt, the most obvious one, are we doing fast zombies or slow zombies? Hmm. Mm. So let's start with you, David. What are your thoughts on fast versus slow zombies? Feel free to make any reference to our rich zombie culture. Right. This is this is tough because mm-hmm. um, not knowing what the like later decisions are going to be, right. it feels like this decision is going to affect the next and so on and so forth. Um, yep. I always liked the rule. And this is not... okay. So you're giving me this 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 very binary choice, but mm-hmm. I always liked the rule that zombies maintain the speed and strength of the people that they've infected. 
meaning. Wow, that's actually, yeah, that's pretty rare. What about yeah. what about the disabilities of the person they affected? The, everything across the well, board. All right. Like so the, so ADD, my zombie, like a real shitty zombie. Yeah, my zombie is not going to do much. My zombie is just mostly just going to sit in a corner and be like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, my zombie is just going to lie down mostly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you're you're asking fast or slow? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we should go with the classic and start mm-hmm. with slow. I love it. Uh, and Damn my, it, I was hoping to disagree with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My reasoning is that, uh, I don't know. I just like it better. Like a fast zombie mm-hmm. is cool. I get the appeal, but right. the original, like, I feel like the original idea of zombies was uh, sort of like a slow creeping terror. Right. Like it's the idea. Human, it's like human tide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a slow wave that like, yes, you can board up your house, but eventually they're going to get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about the fact that you do have time to get away. Uh, sure. and, and, and then, and then like, you know, contemplate your next action. So mm-hmm. I'm going with slow, slow zombie. All right, I'm right. taking. I obviously agree. I'm going to reinforce my decision, though. Uh, I'm going okay. with slow zombie, like you said, because it, it's the tide coming in, sort of thing. It, it's that you can't do anything about it. Is like the scary part. It's that you see mm-hmm. it coming, you see you know the horde shambling towards you, and you just you know that there's too many and that they will never stop coming, and you have to do something about it. Whereas fast zombies so often just feel like really mad people. And, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And I, I, that works a lot of times, like depending on the movie for sure, but it, it works in a different way than, than your traditional zombie movie. So right. I think if we're building the perfect zombie movie, I think zombies are slow. I think, yeah. I think fast zombies are a different genre. I okay. agree completely. And I, the, the thing I want to add is that uh, looking at it from a game design perspective, if you're fast and unlimited and you have to get headshot, that's just bad game design. It's bad game balance. It's that's overpowered. True. That's true. Yes. Also, also, if we're going back to the idea that zombies take on the characteristics of the bodies they inve- infect, mm-hmm. um, well, those are corpses. So I think that's part of the reason why they're so slow, right? They're right. literally like falling apart. Like they mm-hmm. can't move fast. Maybe if someone was freshly bit, they could be faster, I guess. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, there's, there's, there's a, also a that third option. Books. Yeah, also... Yeah. Uh, a lot of modern zombie movies tend to do fast zombies now. And if we're making a ideal zombie movie, we're going to have to sort of think about what audiences might find appealing now, right? So people yeah. are kind of sick of the fast zombie. Maybe not sick, but they've seen it a lot. So if we can get the slow zombie, like a, a resurgence, right. bring that back, you know? Yeah, we got to shake it up. zombie classic. In- 28 days later really shook it up with the fast zombies yeah Mm -hmm. and like you gotta find that next shakeup if you're gonna do it either go with the classics which are the slow zombies or do whatever is the next thing that zombies don't do like a Mm -hmm. like a disinterested zombie zombies that are not interested in you oh i like aloof zombies (laughs) aloof zombies like a sad bullfight like you're kind of trying to instigate them to like get them to come over and fight you Right, where you at some point realize that you're the bad guy. Like, (laughs) right. All right, Um, look, I'll just leave you alone. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I like um, I like a little hustle. There's a a a series of books called The Morning Star Strain that you might have heard of, where the zombies start off and they're kind of pissed off, like they're full of adrenaline, but then they basically wreck themselves, like sprinting after the nearest target. So they sort of break their legs and 
shatter their bones, and then they turn into slow zombies. Ooh. And I sort of like that. Yeah, um, there's a lot of like that that freshly bitten rule has been out there for a little bit. Whereas, yeah, the more recently dead you are, the more powerful and faster you are. But as you like yeah, decompose, you mm-hmm. just get slower and slower until the, the ultimate that, zombie movie would be skeletons. In my yes. opinion, I'm saying if if it all goes back around and then skeletons <laughs> are fast again, bring back the genre of skeleton movies. That's because they have to be stop motion, and stop yeah. motion is fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think one, the other thing I like about slow movies is that it sort of leads to unintentionally funny moments where uh, in, even in Romero or Walking Dead, where they're trying to set this tone of like, oh, this is scary and really bad. But then like, it's just kind of silly that like this horde of guys that are just taking all day to get across the room at you. And right. I sort of like that. That's one of my things that I like about the zombie genres. It's kind of fun, even when it's terrifying. I have a final uh uh, argument to make, okay. uh, which is that I, I've been in a, a zombie sketch series for, for correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was allowed to do that because they were slow zombies. Had they used fast zombies, <laughs> I sure as shit wouldn't have been involved. So like it's, it's for a, for like a big slow guy like myself. Uh, that's great. Slow zombies right. are great. It's like running the mile in high school. Or you got fast zombies, and then there's a couple zombies at the back just doing exactly. the best. Just like way behind. <laughs> Huffing and puffing zombies, yeah. I got to walk a little bit, and then I'll, I'll run for a little. I got to work yeah. up to it. Yeah. Well, it seems like we're all in agreement. Slow zombies, locked in. Now mm-hmm. we're going to zero in on sort of the overall theme. Is this about finding your own strength, or are humans the real monsters? Basically, is this an adventure story or an allegory? For, like, the dangers of society or whatever the fuck. Just capitalism Good job to you stuff. for picking hot-button topics for me. <laughs> Feel strongly about them so far. Oh, good. What was the first so, option? Is it about, like, finding your own strength? Are we getting, like, a character arc? Is this guy, like, learning who he is in the face of this terrible world-sized calamity? Or are we learning that maybe he's the real monster because he's... Anyway, well, let's just, start with Robert this round. This round, yeah. it seems like you've got. I am sick to death of humans are the real monster trope. Like it was okay the first few times we deployed it, but then that becomes every, not just zombie movie, but every like worldwide monster threat movie is. Yeah, the monsters get you in an isolated place or or in a bad position, and then you realize that humans are the real monsters. And like, mm-hmm. first of all, just it's just overused to death. But it also makes for a much less interesting movie. I mean, a, I agree. a really good story is about character arcs. And so often those movies end with a character arc being like, okay, and now you die because you underestimated something or whatever. Like, it's it's yeah. great for hardcore survival run dudes, but uh, it's terrible for storytelling. I mean, not always. There's I no do. hard and fast rule, but it's bad for storytelling these days because every every interesting story that is humans are the real monsters, in my opinion, has been done. And then also every uninteresting story about that <laughs> has been done, too. Right. Damn it. It's kind of entry level cleverness to see a horde of baby eating undead and be like, um, actually, it's all it's our self-centeredness that makes us the bad guys. Yeah. Um, no, yeah I I, it's the monsters that are the real I, monsters. I do want to bring up some good examples. I, uh I don't know if you've seen Black Summer. It's on Netflix. It wasn't really received that well. It makes a lot of bold and uh, sometimes probably bad artistic choices like 
a lot of pointless nonlinear storytelling and long, long silences. But every time you meet a new person in that show, your skin crawls. And it's like the zombies are fast, unkillable nightmares. But if some stranger comes running up and begs to get in the car, you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. This is bad. And so, like, so they've taken that Humans of the Real Monsters and, like, really used it to, like, build tension in a troubling way. Like, I don't like you've that also, show. You've also zeroed in, in on the last zombie show that I totally checked out of. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't automatically check them out. But, yeah, I did check that one out, like, a few weeks ago. And I got halfway uh-huh. through the first episode. And I was like, okay, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I I think the key because I do I also agree here I I agree that humans are the real monsters has been played out. However, uh, if like if we can come up with a new allegory for a societal problem Mm -hmm. to put in here, I'd be into it. Like I enjoyed uh, Romero's Land of the Dead and like the class struggle. That was sure. in that. There, there's been, yeah, there's been good versions, but I think we have to like really, really reinvent that concept if we want to use it. You know, like right. we need to do a like a zombie allegory that's secretly about how we need to like fund NASA, like something really like okay. random. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to fit that in. Obviously, yeah, the solution is leaving the planet. Got to fund yeah. NASA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just we'll like if it. we're if we can if we do an allegory, it's got to be fresh. Otherwise, I'm I'm throwing it out. No good. So we're all all three in agreement. This is not about humans of the real monster. Maybe it's about allegory, but that will be secondary to the primary adventure story. Yes. Yes. That okay. sounds great to me. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. Okay. So slow zombies and no bullshit like hidden meaning about our problems as a society unless okay. we find something really cool <laughs> sure yeah i don't know that i'm on board with that just no if no ultimate message that humans are the real monsters because yes we, we all expect that now mm-hmm. also i think the zombies are the monsters yeah uh, yeah zombies definitely. are the monsters monsters are third, the monsters here's our third prompt are these just regular zombies or is there some kind of hook and what i mean is like is there like moments where the dead are kind of learning or holding guns or the unfrozen Nazis? Basically, is this a zombie movie or some other word than zombie movie? Uh, and I don't think setting counts. So if you did zombies on a cruise ship, for example, that's a regular zombie movie on a boat. Uh, but of course, if you did on a space station, fuck you. Those are space zombies. That's a space zombie movie. So you get it. Wait, spaceship does count? That boat that doesn't. setting because Yes. I think a boat is within the realm of like a normal thing that zombies would do. Whereas if you're in space and there's zombies, that's a space zombie movie. Whereas right. A, you don't say, oh yeah, I'm watching a boat zombie movie. You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, you know what it is, but you're like, that's not a genre. But a space zombie movie, that sounds like a genre. Just like if it's a Nazi Good zombie genre. movie. Yeah, a great, a great genre, I guess. So you're, you want a hook to your story is what you're saying, Brockway. Uh, yeah, you know what? I do. I'm, I'm going to say that. Uh, okay. I, Damn it. I, I actually, have to agree. I have to agree. Oh, man, every time. <laughs> I know. I know. This, this is going quick. It's making me worry. <laughs> I know. We need an argument here. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, yeah, I disagree I like with you the, both. I like a straight zombie story. I, I feel like I grew up uh, in my age. I had like three Romero movies and... I would sit through like boring ass Lucio Fulci movies just to have like a normal zombie moment. Like when they fight a shark 
because every zombie was like, oh, these are zombies, but they talk. Or these are zombies, but they're a maniac cop. Or these are zombies, but they're unfrozen Nazis. And I just wanted straight zombie shit. Like, there's only like two straight zombie movies when I was a kid. And I wanted more of that. And now I feel like there's tons of that. Uh, and I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. I'm pr- going from, from, you know, now perspective, from a modern perspective. There mm-hmm. is a... Uh, there's a lot of that, which is why I think there are room for hooks. I, I don't sure. actually condemn the basic zombie movie because you can still do some interesting stuff with that. Uh, largely in place of setting and stuff. But yeah, I, I think there's so much more room for a hook now that we've established this baseline of, of mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has this cultural knowledge now. Everybody right. knows all about zombie movies, not just the rules of them or, or how they work, but like, the variations of them and and plans on them and theoreticals about them. Mm-hmm. So there's a room for you to play with that hook now, which I think is is interesting. Okay, but I I do have a question, which is, what zombie movies with hooks have been good? That's a very good point, and that's why I'm on the side of regular zombie movie. Um. Well, this still puts. I still kind of want a hook for that reason. <laughs> For the reason that I can't. yeah, we're the ones that are going to do it. Oh, you could be the fir- we could be the first good one. I, I yeah, it. we can be the first good one. Well, I, I mean, I always blank. Somebody's going to come out some with hooks? like fifty. I'll tell you the closest thing to a hook that I enjoyed. Um, I don't know if this counts as a hook because the zombies themselves are regular zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie Maggie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Did okay. you did you guys did. see that? I did. Of course not. Okay. I I don't know if that was I could call that a good movie, but I really liked the idea of a zombie movie that takes place like right at the end where mm-hmm. there's like not that many zombies. They're still sort of around, but society's getting back on its feet. I thought that was a really interesting idea in a movie yeah. that was somewhat boring. And maybe it's boring because there weren't that many goddamn zombies in it. But I thought that was a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that count as a hook? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, you think that counts as... I was going to argue that for being setting. That seems like setting to me. <laughs> I feel it It has a... It's because it happened after like a whole thing. Like uh, like the zombie apocalypse has happened. And so that's a different world completely. So it's, it's not like being on a boat. It's like being on a completely other planet to me. Right. Okay. If so that like... that makes sense. Like kingdom would be a hook to you. Um, to these rules. I guess so. Yeah, a realm or a kingdom, either one of those. Or is some is there no a movie the, the actual show called Kingdom, right? Oh, I yeah. Am I getting that name wrong? The Korean show where it's like uh, medieval times in Korea. Okay, I didn't watch that. But you are is bringing it, up this question: and zombies and zombies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Does an era count as a hook? Because I, I think so. caveman zombies would be fun. Uh, yeah. Only because, like, what are they going to fucking do against the zombies? They're going to pile a bunch of boulders in front of a cave? You know? Like, that's that's <laughs> I, a pain in the ass. I You lure them over to the dinosaurs. You club them. the dinosaurs bite their heads off. That's true. Yeah, that's but true. see, that rules. <laughs> yeah. We were accidentally yeah. wrote an awesome movie. And uh, so that, I guess that's my pitch for a hook. Dinosaurs. Dinosaur, dinosaur zombies? Dinosaur zombies. I do think that a few, zom- a few dinosaurs should become zombies. I guess maybe all of them would very quickly. So yes, that's the hook. Like that, maybe it ends with that. <laughs> this like, is the now a dinosaur movie. The tranosaurus eats are the zombie. Yes, and you're like, sweet. The tranosaurus is taking care of the zombie for us, 
And then the Tyrannosaurus like starts retching and then like looks over at you with zombie eyes and then it just ends. You're like, oh, these guys are so fucked. That's the movie. That's the ending of Deep Rising, basically. So that's That's your that's your hook pitch? Are we pitching hooks? I think we should pitch some hooks. Okay. Hmm. We're going Um, with hooks. I think we shouldn't go empty handed out of this meeting. We can't we can't be like, here's our idea. An idea. Okay, so I was originally thinking like animal zombies, like a horse zombie or something like that. That That would be fun. A bunch of horse zombies running around. But uh, one that I genuinely think would be really gnarly is a, uh, I guess it would be summed up with cyborg zombies. Now, let me explain, which is that it's the future (laughs) and and a company has created basically what- Yes. You're writing RoboCop. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And I'm on board. Robot cops. No. Um, Okay. So a company has created like an iPhone for your brain. Basically like Google Glass, what Google Glass wanted to be. Like this device that we all put in our brain and we're all connected to the internet and it's like our new smartphone, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody gets it. And then we find out that when we die, the devices malfunction and continue to uh, communicate with our brains and sure. begin to zombify people. So they're actually it's it's not a disease. It's it's the it's it's I believe Night of the Living Dead rules, right? In Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. it was if you die, you're a zombie, right? Doesn't matter you how you die. Yeah. The first one. Oh, I thought because they come out of the graves. Oh yeah, shit. You're I right. think the very yeah, first right. one was, was Yeah, it was if like you die there's rays. something wrong that that is bringing the dead back to life. Yeah, there was no more room in hell. That was like the logline. Right. So that's my pitch is that it's okay. not bite driven. It's simply if you're murdered, uh, the device just starts puppeting your body around. Ah, okay. okay it's a great hook. I, I'll i be thinking about that. Okay, because I am. Yes, I, okay. But it's a strong maybe. You don't have I, your budget yet. <laughs> I am realizing that there's nothing. That's a cool idea, but there's nothing inherently visually awesome about what I'm pitching. Unless they get like laser eyes or something, uh, I'd still rather see a dinosaur eat a zombie. At this point, mm. I hate to put down my own idea. Uh, there, uh, there's a re- those are really different movies. Yeah, I think uh, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd, there's no reason you can't make both. Yeah, sure, we can make both. Well, I already wrote a thousand-page book with my hook of zombies, <laughs> so. Okay. I guess I already went, but I'll, I'll go twice. Uh, I like to do, I always, I've been getting weird in meta for a long time. I'd like to do like a Saturday morning block of cartoons that gets invaded by zombies. Oh, okay. Like, like you're watching a Saturday morning block of cartoons and then they're you sort of slowly reveal that they're all kind of in the same world and mm-hmm. this world is just starting to face a zombie apocalypse. Over the so course like, of how many years? Like, how many years does this just go on as a normal cartoon program block? Uh, I, I would come? say you kind of would watch at least the first good chunk of it live as they realize that this is happening. But right. then, yeah, you could do... It would be cool for third act, certainly, to do, like, a time jump. Like, this is... This is no, 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 I, I mean, guess this is more a TV show, huh? I mean, it's 2021. You put these cartoons on TV. You introduce the zombies in 2025... Uh, no, like, you're introducing the zombies pretty well, at least the hints of them right from the start. Because you, you really okay. want that zombie action. I don't want you to just... Yeah, no, I feel I like that's got to be an episode one deal, right? Yeah, you got you to gotta start to get there. 
But like, I like these kids to grow up with these it. characters. I want them to be like, have the plush toys. And <laughs> then... So you would have to have the ingenious plan to keep this show yes. on the long, air. Slow, long con. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then just have them all murdered in front of yes. there. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's, yeah. that's my pitch. I like, I like, uh, a, like a Scooby-Doo moment where they try to find out who the ghoul really is and they pull off his face and it's just, f- uh-huh. you know, flesh and bone underwards because yes. it's a zombie. And then they get bit because they're too close. Yeah, there you go. way too close. Mm-hmm. There's, there's my killer scene. I love it. I, um, so to recap, we've got um, a hook for our movie and it's either uh, Saturday morning cartoon block gets invaded by zombies, dinosaurs, or iPhone zombies iPhone brain zombies. Okay, um, I I want I want to get rid of my um, pitch because the way you described it just now, iPhone zombies means that we might end up making an accidental allegory for like no oh, way we're, kids oh, no way we're getting out of that. There's yeah, no way we're getting I, out of that movie. I don't allegory. want I don't want to tell that shit <laughs> at all. It's our phones that are the real enemy. Yeah, yeah. No. no, it's still the zombies. That. Yeah. People are getting that from the commercial. Like we can't escape that. Yeah, so I'm dropping that immediately. I'm killing it. <laughs> Okay, it's a great. Point. Okay, and and uh, for for my part, I'd just like to make this one small argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there will be dinosaurs in my cartoon block. Okay, so in a way, we just do Brockways, and everybody's happy. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> so I I do really like the cartoon idea. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think dinosaurs are more fun as CGI. Okay. Because that's yeah, more that's true. gory, that's more visceral. Uh, I'd rather one see of the, that one of the in very live few action. things. Yeah, that are, are better is CGI. Mm-hmm. That okay. said, the 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 Saturday morning cartoon idea is fantastic, um, and it can yes have have dinosaurs. But that is the one thing the two the the other idea is bringing to the table. So mm-hmm. I guess we have to ask ourselves: Do we want that, or do we want? Uh, or are we happy going with the uh, cartoon version? I think Brockway's idea gives me way more joy than my own idea. Uh, but again, it's apples and oranges. Sweet. Let's go there with was, the cartoon. There will still be dinosaurs. Yeah, let's yeah. go with the I don't care what David says. There's still going to be dinosaurs. <laughs> you know what? If we can get it, if we can get away with it, they're going to be dino riders. Oh, now we're talking. Right. We Will the zombies be riding the dinosaurs? Oh, shit. I mean, at some point, yeah, that's got to be the turn. Yeah. I took it as writers with a T. Like, in the writer's room, we will have dinosaur writers. Oh, oh. no, I meant like the show, Dino Writers. Where yeah, they, no, I get it now. Dinosaurs. I like them both. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down for both. But we got to keep moving. Uh, the next prompt, uh, we sort of touched on this a little already. Did the people in this movie know what zombies were going into this? Or not. Now, it should be an easy one, but they both sort of suck. Um, I personally, I sort of hate when characters in the movie are all cute and they like know they're in a movie. But I really hate the lazy world building of saying to me, um, oh, this world's just like yours, but they're missing five very specific percent of your pop culture, except for when we accidentally reference it. Like like Walking Dead, they don't know what zombies are, but like somebody mentioned Resident Evil in the pilot. I'm like, what the, how the fuck do you have that and not know what those things are? (laughs) Right. It's a rom-com here. (laughs) It's a dating sim. I think it's a fun bit if they know about zombies and the zombies turn out to function nothing like they were told. Like you can like shoot them in the chest and they die and it's like, what the fuck? 
I thought yeah. only the brain. That said, for the Saturday morning cartoon premise, like you're 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 picturing like kids shows, right? And like kind yeah, of cheery. Yeah, they should probably not know about it. Yeah, I think it's that's funnier. some of the fun is them them like you would have to explain the concept of mortality to them. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I mean, you see... wouldn't be allowed to see actual violence, but you'd have to start using it. Yeah, I want to. I want to see the shock. You know, I want to see a fucking planeteer vomit because he just caved someone's head in. You know. <laughs> yeah, uh, and like the first one of the first GI Joes, like they're sitting there shooting lasers that miss each other, and he gets torn apart and just eaten in front of all the rest, and they have yeah. to deal with like what real violence looks like in their world now. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't great. even picture that. <laughs> that's that's incredible. It's you good. know who you know who do really well against zombies. Uh, Shredder. Now that Shredder I think about would, it, yeah, he's built some for characters zombies. would just be yeah, would just too. be really happy to be in their element all of a sudden. Yeah, this this is why I've been doing this. I told you it would pay off one day. Yeah, the, uh, so, yeah. look, look who's an asshole now for this. You armor. know who would be totally fucked from the same show? Krang. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Krang, Krang is a delicacy to them. Yeah, Krang is just one giant talking brain, and also he has a totally open brain window in his stomach. Yeah, yeah, that thing is a weirdly designed robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically just to serve zombies quickly and easily. Yeah, yeah, he's like at zombie level. Star waiter. Uh, so, so I, I, are we in an agreement though? I think that. God, see, it's tough. I, this is one yeah. where I sort of want to thread the needle, but we have to make a binary choice. Do these people come from a world where zombie fiction exists? I I I say a hard no. Okay. I think it's way better if they have to discover what zombies are. I like that. Too. Yeah, I think from the top level, it can be okay to acknowledge that zombies are a thing, just like a lot of vampire movies. You know, vampire movies don't seem, need to be shy about that shit. They don't, right. They don't ever be like, "What the fuck is a vampire?" No, like. It, it's fine. You don't need to cover for yourself zombie movies. Yeah. Here is here is the argument for why it's actually silly that they wouldn't know about zombies is that zombies is, even if the movies didn't exist, it's a very basic cultural thing. Like yeah. the dead coming alive. That's a basic fear. Like mm-hmm. maybe they don't have the word zombie for it, but they would have a word for it. Um, sure. Sure. That said, I still think we should go with no zombie movies. They don't know the rules. They don't know, like, the biting thing. They have to discover that because it's way more fun if they have to discover it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I I also agree. What a pleasant journey this has been. Wow. I know. We're becoming good friends, everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, fifth question. Is our protagonist a ready-for-this-badass or a struggling everyman? Mm, I am going to vote with an everyman because of the nature of the show uh, or movie we're making. The Saturday morning cartoon idea. I I do like the Dino Riders and the G.I. Joes, but I don't think it should start with that. (laughs) I think it should start on like with more of like, I don't know, like a Scooby-Doo type or like uh some some other cartoon that is way less prepared okay so yeah, you don't I, think scooby-doo is prepared for zombies that's all they do all day is fight zombies yeah but but they're they, pretty sure old men yeah <laughs> right i guess i disagree because if i'm allowed to pick between john rambo and a second thing i always pick john rambo so sure. i yeah. 
want a survivalist or a super cop. Uh, I don't want a Jesse Eisenberg. Maybe he can show up and slip on a banana peel, but I want our main guy to be like, just like, he knows how to open doors and kill zombies and find food and hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that type of thing. I definitely this- don't want a Jesse Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all in agreement that. there. <laughs> For the specific premise, uh, I think it would be both. I mean, it would naturally be both. You'd have the cartoons that are utterly unprepared for any degree of this but you would also have the sort of double play which is the super badasses that don't get to ever see the real consequences of violence that you know it's all consequenceless game suddenly discover they're they're actually the everyman in this world yeah i guess uh, i guess what it is is i want i would want a badass that's in proximity to a lot of everyman cartoons who can get smoked Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty. I quick, want a lot of badasses you know? too that realize that maybe they're not so badass in front of this. Right, that's maybe true. Vice yeah. versa, some yes. some everyman get to step up. Care Bears get to grab some of the GI Joe weapons. Oh my right, God, Care Bears would wreck zombies, just blasting Fuck. them with tummy magic. I really tummy magic and now guns. Yeah, I really <laughs> like the idea of a Care Bear just picking up a GI Joe weapon. <laughs> I I think I think a lot of the fucking nut up hardwire. Yeah, I think what we'd f- want to front load it with is a lot of um, of the other kind. Like, I want to see Garfield and friends get torn apart. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, and and like, I I do. I want to see the less prepared, the more innocent ones, just get steamrolled. And then I like the idea of like you take someone from that world, like a Care Bear, and you reveal that they have a dark past. Right? That they yeah. are actually you don't think they're prepared. And then they turn out to be the most prepared. Right. Trauma bear's got some shit to work through. Yeah. I really like the idea of adding another level to like those overcomplicated stories already. Like they would take Frogger and they'd say, what if Frogger was a bebop journalist from the fifties and then he got time traveled to the old West and then (laughs) that's how they made cartoons in the eighties. Yeah. That's like, they would just keep throwing shit on. And I really like the idea of also having to add zombies to a fourth or fifth idea. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So who's our protagonist? Uh, I I feel like I'm okay with the struggling every man, every man if he gets to a tough place quickly. I, I just think we could have secret badass. Like it's the best mm-hmm. of both worlds, where the it is actually a badass, um, right. but we present them like an everyman at in like the first act, you know, like mm-hmm. in the first like ten pages of this thing, right? Uh, and then they spring into action. And the, the and like the other the other ones are like how did you learn this kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And maybe now that it, you like, put it in my head. I would love for it to be John from Garfield. Ooh, okay. wow, that's really strong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just this pathetic weenie, but you know nothing about him because you just see everything about him from the perspective of his cat, <laughs> who doesn't know like all the shit he did in Vietnam. Right. <laughs> I also like the idea of John secretly like going to gun ranges. You know, like right. maybe he right. was going to take a really dark turn in his life and then the zombies happened and gave him a purpose. And, and he's got a got to unweenie all the weeniness he learned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like also think that he'd probably want to hunt specifically Garfield. I think when Garfield gets bit by a zombie, something terrible happens and it becomes like some sort of a smart brain zombie. Okay. And I know I didn't really want this in our program, but I feel like it's evolving into that, that, that 
there will be some sort of a king zombie. I think Zo- Garfield is it, and John is hunting him. It's just an Even idea. Just the emotional core. Like maybe Garfield made him promise to kill him if he ever turns, but he oh, didn't man. get to. Garfield took off, and so now That's he's better. just looking to fulfill his promise to kill yeah. his own cat. And it's yeah. all he has left. Civilization's collapsed. All he has left is this promise he made to this fat cat. Right. I could see the idea that Garfield like is taken away by the zombies at first, like bit kind of taken away and the reveal in the third act is that he is now like the ruler like of the mm-hmm. zombies uh I, I do like that twist something so, um, troopers it what's this he's, he's the brain in it <laughs> right he can be like big and grotesque if you want like all fucked up i don't know yeah, a part of, part of me is like there's a lot of garfield memes out there and i feel like we're going down a path that like would be appealing, mm-hmm. Guys, but I, I, hold we're on, not, hold on. we're not what paving about the your, way here. What about Sonic the Hedgehog, but like a little erotic? If, has anyone done that? What Sexy if, Sonic. What if he was the problem pregnant. with that is fast, fast zombie. You don't want a fast zombie. Sure. Sure. No, he's, he's pregnant, so he can't get around real well. Oh, <laughs> right. so he's like sloshing around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pregnant zombie Sonic. You, you have a good point. Uh, I think all these would be, like, we wouldn't specifically do Garfield. We'd do, like, a no. Garfield type. You'd right, right, right. It doesn't have to be yeah. a cat. You can change the characters. Yeah. But it would but, be running alongside every other show, of course. Mm-hmm. An yeah. ensemble thing with maybe him emerging as your main character. Yeah, what you could spend, do... I was um, going to say, we don't want to spend too much time in Act 1 establishing these cartoons. We want to be able to point to something and have the viewer know, like, oh, this is their Garfield one. Yes. Before what we, we could do, it. what we could maybe play with is, remember that anti-drug PSA with all the cartoon characters? Uh, uh, Garfield's sh- there. So. Elf is oh, yeah, there. Yeah. He keeps trying to eat Garfield. You could, it could be like that. It could be like an anti-drug where like that, oh, or that's a way to merge these worlds. Right. This uh, is a, a fictional universe of those cartoons all together for a special and right. that would for, a very, yeah. for a very special episode. And then zombies invented. show up. Yeah. That's, that's yes. great. That's perfect. Yep. And that way we can have a few live action actors in there too. Oh, yeah. Henry Winkler, maybe. Oh, Gary absolutely. Busey. Just throwing out some ideas. Yeah. Um, yes to all. Yes to all. Mr. Belvedere. Mm hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> next from Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> I, I feel like um, whoever our protagonist is they become a badass very quickly we're not going to be falling around someone who's like squeamishly oh i don't want to kill the zombies like they're going to get there no i i I honestly think they're already there when it starts my my argument yeah my argument was that people didn't know like they were just secretly ready for this right uh they just the rules of their universe didn't allow it or the <clears throat> what right, like a, take a Care Bear for example. Mm-hmm. That is a bear, right? Sure. And like you know, a bear can fuck you up. So maybe it's just a Care just Bear. Just because who... I care doesn't mean I'm not a bear. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like it can be like a gentle giant or something, you know, that turns out to just have a really dark past and ha- you know, like like a film like uh, what was that? Nobody with bob odenkirk where mm-hmm. it's like a, a re- retired badass or something yeah that like nobody that. knows about mm-hmm. uh so now what is the tone is it crushing terror of a world against you or zany video game with unlimited dumb easy targets uh i feel like we're going towards zany video game but i guess um let's discuss that 
I sort of like them both. I think the Zombieland movies are a little dumb, but it's also no question how I would spend the apocalypse. So I guess like my dream movie would be following the video game lunatics around while they're fucking around doing awesome zombie kills while everyone else is, you know, rebuilding civilization or whatever. I want to I want to show them just so it's more fun when you see the people like making an army of darkness car and just enjoying right. the murder right somebody else is like trying to get ice cream stand back onto the ground like don't you guys right. miss ice cream <laughs> i honestly going again. i think it's funny to do dark and grounded with the cartoon characters yeah like i, I think like it's it's funnier to see like you know a cartoon character mercy kill another cartoon character who's been bit and like crying uh, you know them like yeah, starving in a bunker. They're starting wacky and zany already. Yeah. yeah, I think this is like a dose of reality for them. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think I personally think the darker the better, the more tragic the better. However, there still have to be elements of somebody building their army of darkness car. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, I think sure. we can have both. Um, I think we can like uh, my my issue with like zombie zombie land is that. Uh, it like it, it sort of just pushed too far for that. Like mm-hmm. it's so like you take that movie compared to like Shaun of the Dead, and Shaun of the Dead actually has emotional scenes in it, right? Uh, and like feels like they're real people, even though they're obviously comedic characters. And I just I my eyes glaze over whenever I watch Zombieland because it's just so incredibly gimmicky. I guess. Yeah, it's a cake uh, made out of frosting. Like someone said, hey, my favorite part of the zombie movies is when they're fucking around having a good time killing zombies. And then they said, what if the whole movie was that? And uh, there's a reason why you're not supposed to do that. Right. So I like I like the frog on a hot plate idea. Like mm-hmm. uh, Army of Darkness is a great example because like if you watch that from Evil Dead and slowly watch that series, you're never going to assume that by the end he has a... A helicopter car thing right chopping up armies of the dead like they slowly bring you into that where you're like wait how the hell did we get here sort so. of slowly i mean the, they made three movies the first movie was absolutely like cabin in the woods movie the second movie yeah was basically the first movie again and then the third but movie funny. was like <laughs> right yeah but funny and then the third mm-hmm. movie was like okay helicopter fucking car versus medieval <laughs> army of the dead yeah so, well, it, slowly and it's a perfect movie and yes, they're all perfect, perfect movies. Movie. Yes. <laughs> so, but I, uh, I do think we can in in the span of two hours get us to that place where shit is just completely out of control, right? If we play our cards right. Yeah. So we're in agreement. The zombies are a real threat. The overall theme is uh, the overall tone is horror, but uh, we're still having moments of fun. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Now um, this is. This might seem like a simple one, but do victims need to get bitten? Or, uh, like we said earlier, there's just no more room in hell. Now, uh, I think it works both ways uh, because I expect you to die if a zombie bites you in a movie, uh, even if it's not a contagious bioweapon zombie. So this is more of a tone thing because I think a bite transmission, there's a hope to it. Like if you can kill all the zombies, uh, you're done. But if the dead keep coming back, that's like crushing existential terror because life is just fucking over as you know it. So, mm. how do how do you feel about that? Say mm. GI Joe breaks his leg, dies from trauma. Is he right. a zombie or is he fine because he didn't get bitten? I would want to see 
I, I want to see the scenes where the cartoon characters have to deal with somebody, deal with, deal with their own mortality as they have these zombie bites and, and turn and, and beg for death, of course. And, it, and our Garfield subplot depends on it. Yeah. We, yeah. we can't lose the Garfield subplot. That's the emotional core of this movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> but, I think... No, oh, oh, I I agree. Any other movie, I would I like the No More Room in Hell. I like mm-hmm. that better fundamentally. Uh, but in this case, I think dealing with zombie bites is going to be very important. Damn, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was going to say. What yeah. I'm going to say, but I like the the No More Room in Hell, or the just some external force outside of the bite uh, makes it. I mean, I did that in my own book because I I want to see more of that. Mm-hmm. Seems like we've gotten away from that and very into it as a. As kind of a viral thing. Yeah, right. like it, I do. More movies need to have that for sure. Um, yeah. I don't think this movie can, though. Yeah, this uh, one works better. I think, yeah. I, I agree. Just because there's the No More Roman Hells to me is more depressing. And that's what we need to push against, like our cute little colorful Saturday morning guys. Yes. Right, like the first one to kill himself and then you... He slowly, like, the people, his friends, mourn him and realize that he just comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, this is a another big important thing. Do we slowly suggest the origin and rules, or do we somehow explain everything? Do we sneak it into the exposition? Um, in most cases, I prefer to be a mystery. I don't really like a comet or a wizard. If they're fast rage zombies, I don't mind a chemical spill or a bioweapon, but... As for the rules, uh, I go a little crazy if they don't get explained, uh, but I don't want like the source of the zombies explained, if that makes sense. Right. I think only the only way to actually explain the source of the zombies is to do something clever with the Saturday morning cartoon characters, you know? Like okay. if one of them used like Care Bear magic to accidentally make zombies. Uh, that said, <laughs> it's just I don't... a fucked up Fantasia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a Fantasia spell that went wrong. I think that's a fun way to do uh-huh. it, either to throw away the origin with like a quick explanation or like some dark reveal. Uh, mm-hmm. But generally speaking, if we can't think of what that is, I would rather leave it ambiguous. Okay. Could just be a new like gritty show added to their block. I mean, Ooh. It just doesn't, it doesn't mix well with the others. Oh, I do like that. I was about to say, unless we can come up with a vital reason for it to be there, but that's like a really good reason that like I like that someone fucked up. Like the programmer for the network said, like, "Hey, I got this great new show," and they're like, "I don't think it's gonna work." He's like, "Fuck you!" And he puts it in, and then everything goes wrong. Right. It was supposed to play at like Saturday at nine p.m., and they put it in at nine a.m. Well, when I was a kid, they used to play uh, pro wrestling right after the cartoons, and so maybe. They just, they made too dark a wrestler. They made some sort of an advanced yeah, Undertaker zombie. they just zombie. went for too dark of a show to like. <laughs> right. With WWE and Raw. Yeah. Because that That's was pretty messed is. up. I mean, when they put wrestling on right after. Was like, I guess we didn't really know it at the time, but so many of those, like everybody just dies to tragedy. So you're just guaranteed <laughs> That's watching soap opera deaths mm-hmm. in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, you got to teach was... kids about life. Yeah. And you know who should do it? The ultimate Wrestlers. warrior. Yeah. Hacksaw Jim Deegan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> about death when all, everybody on my favorite show after cartoons started dying <laughs> to murders. I don't think wrestling's the right choice, but I guess that's the example of how that didn't quite mix with the tone of like Laugh Olympics, you know? Mm. Yeah, like, 
if you remember that one. Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't have to be wrestling. Just I, I get what you're saying. Right. I do um I do want to establish the rules as clearly as possible and keep them consistent. Um I think this is maybe zombie I mentioned this on the podcast before that zombies are really inconsistent and frustrating for me. Uh like zombie Walking Dead is really bad about that. Um they're hugely inconsistent in terms of their skull density, especially. Like normally in that show, if you have a color crown at brain height, you're untouchable. Like you're just wiping zombies out, taking right. skulls home with your color crown. And then sometimes a zombie will be on a crafty stealth mission and they'll, you'll have to get him stabbed off you by seven other people. And I think it's bad because, uh, it's inconsistent, obviously, but it's also made by the most hardcore zombie nerds keeping track of all this shit. And you're never going to have a more vanilla zombie story with more effort, thought and money put into it than walking dead. And it's still just all over the fucking place. So if we can do our part to establish the rules and keep them established, I'd, I'd feel good. We're dealing with a meta universe, right? Mm -hmm. And so in the rules of that meta universe, how well written is this? If we're going with the zombie show, that's in the wrong time slot. (laughs) <laughs> how well written was that zombie show like there's a there's mm-hmm. a version where the characters are frustrated exactly right. because of what you're saying that the zombies are inconsistent but that has and its maybe own there's consistency some sort of quest yeah that is it is a consistency it's a rule which yeah. is that there there doesn't appear to be a rule or maybe <laughs> yes part of like it, it is that they're trying to figure out those rules um, the idea that they're just cr- like criticizing the walking dead as they realize the nature of their apocalypse yeah it's fucking it's fucking not even written well yeah we just established yeah. this i i like that well i guess with super friends they were always inconsistent but the sort of the governing rule of that was because they farmed it out to like really disinterested and underpaid korean animators and so generally when something terrible and stupid happened you're like oh that they didn't know that batman can't fly or something like that Right, and, uh, that could be that could be your your necessary twist on the zombies towards the end. Yeah, animation if, glitches just to, due to like outsourcing. Right, if we want to go extremely meta, the characters could slowly realize that they need plot armor, so they start like fighting over who's the most interesting one of them. Right, and like the most compelling storylines that they're creating. Wait, now we're like writing that. Game of Thrones. We're writing the Game of Thrones finale now. Right, see, right. See how see how bad this got. Yeah, this is getting uh. terrible. <laughs> uh, so, how did you guys land on this one? Do we slowly suggest the rules, or is there a character that comes in and is like, "I figured it out, everyone. I counted how long." Blah 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 blah. Personally. I'm not a fan of the meta stuff just because it's there's so much of it, mm-hmm. even with zombie. So I, I'd rather, I think, we play it straight mm-hmm. uh, and have rules. Okay. I agree. Yeah, sure. Okay. So one of these characters is going to... We'll have a little Professor Turtle, and he'll be like, Gentlemen, I... And he'll have a zombie, like, strapped to the chair beside him. He'll be like, I've studied the zombies, blah, blah, blah. He'll explain to everyone how it works. Yes. Not exactly that, but you'd be on board with something better than that. I don't know. I I think we need to lock down Professor Turtle. I think that's, (laughs) I think we got it. Oh, he's he's locked in? Okay. Yeah. Professor Turtle's in. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, This is, I guess we've already answered this because we're building something. This is actually not even close to the format of how I thought this was going to work, but I love, I love this show. Um. The, the prompt was, is the shit currently hitting the fan or are we navigating the ashes of civilization? So in our current pitch, the shit is hitting the fan. Yes. Yes. But, um, 
we, in general, though, let's just discuss this like in general. Do you like zombie movies that do one of these things more than the other? I think the ones I like the most are the shit hitting the fans ones mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, honestly, it kind of will just depend on the movie. Uh, in the case of this, like I could see us skipping ahead in time if we need mm-hmm. to. You yeah. know, I, I think it would be really surprising for the audience if at some point we just cut to five years later and everybody's hardened and grizzled. Right. You know what else uh, I like about that? If I want to add on to that is what an amazing art design project it would be to take all these other cartoons and mix them together five years later to have like Smurfs architecture building their own society with G.I. Joe architecture. Yeah. Like, yeah. That would be fantastic. I think. Yeah, I was gonna suggest. Like, I, 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 again, it's no surprise. I did it already myself. So, but I'm a fan of the time jumps. Uh, Mm -hmm. I definitely like to do a huge chunk of it as shit hits the fan, and then right, maybe midpoint Act Two, probably Act Three, jump forward. Yeah, in time to like. I think what I like about the later stories is that it sort of determines like the scarcity of things, like the number of bullets and the food drama. And especially I like the Mad Maxiness of survivor groups. Like if you get far enough away from the shit hitting the fan, like people can like fully go crazy and find a community of like-minded crazy people and really build something weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Hey, do you guys, uh, have you ever read Crossed, the Garth Ennis comic? No. Okay. No. It was like a really indulgent Garth Ennis comic and that it was sort of him seeing how horrible he could be. So the zombies were like kind of lucid and functional sadists who giggled through murder orgies. And it was, it was, I'm not going to say it's good, but it's better than I'm making it sound. Sure. And then Alan Moore wrote one called crossed plus 100 that was set that far into the future. And it was also, uh, it was indulgent in an Alan Moore way in that it was like as boring as he could fucking make it, but it was also written entirely in hundred years from now dialect. So I can't tell if it was good because it's like in a foreign language. But it's definitely less the thrilling. Alan Moore Gambit. Yes, the I can't Alan tell Moore the, Gambit. If this is good, because I don't understand it. <laughs> right. So, uh, I guess the case I'm making there is it's more thrilling to have the shit hitting the fan, but it's maybe more evocative to have it like far later, because now you have to imagine what life is like in this whole other. Nah, time jump. It's going to be a time. Yeah, jump. I think okay. time. Uh, we'll right, I think what we do. We'll do the time jump. All right. So first act um, is the build up. Or the inciting incident, shit hits the fan, right? Um, The first act is we have our core group that find each other, right? They're all Mm -hmm. navigating this sudden apocalypse. They decide to try to stop the zombies. Maybe they have some sort of... uh, Maybe they think they know the origin or or some way to stop it, right? Mm -hmm. And so the first half of act two is, is that struggle. Maybe a couple of them die... Uh, they start, you know, we, we start establishing their relationships and then we hit the halfway point and we make that, since it's like the point of no return, we make that the realization that they can't stop this. And then we do hard cut to five years later mm-hmm. and, and we, we have them like in their new, you know, situation and they're, you know, now we've seen these established relationships. Maybe Sonic's there and Sonic is, you know, pregnant Very now. Very pregnant, yeah. Um, extremely pregnant. And so all these new complications and stuff. And then we, we almost, it's almost like resetting the movie. You have another inciting incident where uh, someone is like, guys, 
I figured it out. Maybe one character has never stopped thinking about solving right, the problem. Right, somebody's got to show yeah. back up. Like, somebody has disappeared from this society that they yeah. wrote off, and he's got to show back up with the information. Right, and I so... I figure out what's actually going on. Right, and so there's a new push to, like, say, you know, stop what's happening. I have I, two I, gag ideas I want to pitch here. Okay. One, I want to pull out just once, just one time only, to, like a single child watching it after the time jump. So this show's been on for five years and he's just like grimly watching these terrible, (laughs) terrible things happen on Saturday morning cartoons. Now, my other pitch is not that, but it's all this is taking place on a VHS tape. Someone taped. And so it's not actually going out on the air. It's all taking place on the VHS tape. And so this is. They made a mix of all their favorite cartoons. They just recorded. Right. And so, like, it's not, the world doesn't know about this. It's just, like, one person discovering this after they get, like, some old box of shit out of their attic. Uh, is, the, is the time jump then the fact that they're missing episodes in the tape? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, like, they, they didn't tape a show for, you know, five, six episodes and that in cartoon time. And this is, is what they're, yeah. this is what they're left to deal with. Just an idea. Yeah. Like, it, it's sort of no, I think that whole works. other, I like, time travel element to it. Yeah. Could um, be somebody recorded over part of it with a zombie movie. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that could be the origin story, too. Uh, I don't know if it's better. It's maybe less clever, but like it makes more sense. I don't know how to explain it. I, right. It, it, if it's like a, thank you. <laughs> if it's like a last action hero situation where it's like a magic tape or like something like oh, lightning I, hit the house. As no, he it needs to be a last that. action hero scenario. Yeah, that's that's it. All right. More movies need to be last action hero. Mm-hmm. Like I worry, just outright. I worry we're going to suck that kid into the tape, and I, I don't want to go there. No, we don't need I, to I, suck I the kid like, in. I feel like we're right there. No we're sucking about to, kids. We're about no, to suck I, that kid into the tape. I just mean no like, kids. yeah, no sucking kids. I just mean like some sort of magic happens that affects the tape. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's the golden ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You use the wrong tape to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, um, yeah, he gets he gets the tape at like a mysterious fair by like, a man from, that's all, like a video clerk that's clearly yeah. a wizard, played by Christopher yeah. Walken. Yeah, I like it. Don't play this tape. I can't do a Christopher Walken. You um, just did. You just did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this We're next great. one is good because we do. This is a plot question. Uh, it's the main sequence of our movie. Are we doing a siege thing or a second thing? Uh, so I think zombies' greatest strengths are throwing themselves against your defenses or being between you and a thing. So we need to pick one. I vote siege because I think a zombie's strength is numbers and your strength is foresight. And a siege is the perfect battleground between those two things. Wait, a siege is in the zombies all kind of flooding? Yes. Like it, like yeah, the, flooding your, the main your fortress. thing in I the movie th- that we built to is, oh God, we're trapped here. Here comes the zombies. We have eight hours to prepare, two weeks to prepare. I don't care. But some prep time... Uh, okay. Like I say, Army of Darkness is the perfect movie. Maybe that's why I'm pitching Siege. Um, I think it would be like first act they of they get away from the apocalypse, right? They're able mm-hmm. to get away from them. Maybe the zombies all congregate around one main area, and then I think what it would culminate to is whatever efforts they make to stop the apocalypse will draw the zombies to them right or like they have to infiltrate the zombie area themselves Mm -hmm. Uh, but whatever the case that would be yeah them dealing with 
a siege of some sort. What if they're all their animation block is getting cut except for one show? And so there's just this tiny little section of land left or real estate or however you want to look at it. And so all the zombies are coming and then they just have this tiny little area left to protect. And it's all or nothing. This is their Alamo. The 9.30 a.m. slot. Everything else See, is I Christian think, programming. I think we're kind of by our nature doing a second thing with the time jump. I mean, there's certainly going to be yeah. sieges in there with like whatever, whatever, you know, life or society they build after the time jump will will be based around a, like a permanent siege of course it would mm-hmm. have to be right but uh i think with the time jump kind of getting out of the way that like that's what this is doing i think it would be the second thing i think you'd have to ha- be going on a mission to mm-hmm. do whatever it was okay. to stop this i think it's I mean, right really i think it, i think starship troopers for the second time but yeah i think it's the end of <laughs> starship troopers where they have to go in Get the brain. Right. Mm-hmm. It starts with a siege that like kind of calms down. The time trip happens and they've been living sort of behind this barrier and they have to cross it and go into the zombies in order to stop it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So they have to like sneak into it'd be like uh, that that new the the Zack Snyder zombie movie. Right. Where they mm-hmm. go into Vegas. Right. But yeah, but but good. But good, yes. Better than that would be, yeah, I'd prefer it to be better. Yes, I agree. Did you see the prequel to that? No, never. Stunning. There's, it's about safe cracking. And so the dude is always just sticking his ear up to the safes and turning them and then it'll cut inside the safe and show like five minutes of like clockwork CGI while he like carefully turns a knob. Like someone, someone said, how are we going to fucking make this exciting? It's a dude listening to a safe. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I've got it. CGI clockwork. And yeah, man. They never came up with a second idea. He does that inside of a bouncing truck, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, in, well, like you're listening for a click, right? That's the fucking idea. And here yeah. he is just getting bashed around this noisy truck, and I'm like, okay, so he can't do it, right? But no, he's just that good, right? He's That's just that good. Definitely what I need in a zombie movie, which is long yep. safe cracking sequences. Yes. Well, the zombies. Yes. There are no zombies in this one. Yes. Right? There's a newscast about zombies, so like. It's taking place in the entry entry level of the zombie apocalypse. So it's happening, but it hasn't like taken over the world yet. Why? But they, do they fight zombies at all? Are there no. any zombies in the movie? There is like a zombie dream sequence. Uh, and that's it. Why? And it's very short. Why do you suppose someone would make a movie like that? It had to have been a bet, right? Because <laughs> they let them. Because yeah. they let him. My theory was that that actor, when they were shooting the zombie one, was like, you know what's weird? I'm doing a totally different movie that I'm kind of <laughs> like this character. I don't mm-hmm. know if you want to loop it into this or something. Because it just, that sounds like the most boring prequel oh, you could sucks. possibly do. You know what I bet it was? I bet that dude's just awesome. I bet he like drank with everybody all day and he became their best friends. Like, dude, we got to do the fucking movie together. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, he seems pretty likable. Yeah, mm. I, th- I think that's what you the lovable was. bastard. You're like, we're gonna make it. You, this character you're doing is so funny. What <laughs> if, what if this was the movie? You yeah. mean this, the safe crackings? I have. Uh, this sounds very silly for the whole movie. <laughs> like, listen to this guy talk. We're doing it. That um, is a good point. I watched <laughs> most of the latest season of. Great British Bake Off just for Jurgen. <laughs> yes. That. Yeah, he's fantastic. Which now I'm going to bake a very tiny cupcake. <laughs> oh. Listen to that shit all day. <laughs> and then, uh, 
Then oh, there's a dear. dude named Gi- the Italian's name is Giuseppe. Giuseppe. It's Giuseppe. It's almost it's almost racist. Oh. It, they it, both it does feel. They both they radiated uh, divorced energy. Uh-huh. You know, like they just felt divorced. I don't even think mm-hmm. they were, and I I was rooting for them the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have one last prompt. Um, are we wrapping this up in two hours, or is this an ongoing saga? Two hours, six hours, whatever. Is this is there a beginning, middle, and end to our story, or are we setting up a maxi series? I always prefer stuff to end. Uh-huh. It, it, it like. Even if it's after five seasons, you know, I want I want to know how it'll end ahead of time and aim for that uh, and then okay. take as long as we need to tell the story. Yeah, I think tops. Yeah. This is like maybe two seasons of fairly short. Like, right. I, I do think I do think maybe it's not a movie. Maybe it's a, a TV series, but I think that's a short run TV series. Mm-hmm. I think you could probably do it in one. In one season, yeah, a mi- a mini series. I could see. Yeah, it. I think you could do I, like six to ten episodes. And I feel like an idea done. is a great gimmick. That if we had to get it done in one movie, like w- that's fine. But I, I think we're gonna have so many ideas and so many characters that we need a lot more space to breathe. I right. think. We yeah, there's a lot of space episodes. to play in that world. You need a. We need a series for this. So yeah. if you're listening at home, uh, <laughs> we are going to need a series order. Yeah. Right. We'll get. Uh, we'll get Mike Flanagan to direct. You know, a lot of monologues Absolutely. about like the He'll afterlife. Yeah, he will. He will. Yeah. And I will love it for him. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I want him to bring anything he wants to bring into this. It's going to be about Catholicism. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's gonna, I totally agree with you guys. I want to wrap this up. Uh, but I do sort of like um, when something just overstays its welcome. Like Walking Dead just ran their shit in the ground. They completely ran out of ideas. Uh, it, it, but it like kind of let everyone make up their own mind when it was time for them to leave. And I think that's a luxury most movies don't give you. Like a lot of zombie stuff. I'm like, God, I, I really wish there was more of that. Like, it is. You do not wish there was more Walking Dead. I don't. But Nobody like, does. <laughs> Nobody does. There, I, I would argue there are people that still watch it and still like it. I understand that. Of course. But I think if it went off the air, everybody would be like, oh, okay. Yeah. That was plenty. You're right. I think there's a charm to both because I do think that our, our cartoon premise would be fun to run into the ground Mm -hmm. um, or at least overstar welcome and and do like a lost thing. Like if we mystery boxed this and then like gave everybody a wedgie in the last season, I think that'd be really funny. Let me insert this real quick. What if we beast ward it? So like, you know, when a, a, a cartoon show has been on the air for a few years, they come back in and like, cyber update it for today's kids oh i feel like that <laughs> that'd be your last season where it's the reboot it's the reboot of this cartoon yeah. where it doesn't understand anything that's good about the source material yes where where it's like bad cgi in yeah. the end yeah perfect okay yeah i i do enjoy that <laughs> um i think there's a room for this to be like there's a world where this is a movie but i do really like the idea of like just like stretching out a series as far as it can go until everybody is just so exhausted with it. Yeah. Because I, I really like the, the idea of people taking this premise for granted, you know, mm-hmm. and getting like sick of it. It's such a stupid, silly thing for people to like, Oh God, they're doing another <laughs> season of that. Uh, so that would be delightful. Yeah. 
That's well, you know definitely what's better for the goof, but I like the limited series thing. And this is coming mm-hmm. from somebody, and I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say it, who has watched every episode of Supernatural. Mm-hmm. I do wow. think. Yeah, I do think the stuff can go on too long. Yeah, I mean, this feels like a serial, right? It feels like there's not going to be standalone episodes as much as like they're, we're continuing a story, right? Yeah, a couple uh-huh. seasons. So Maybe it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to like spin our wheels. Yeah. Um, I just think there's value to both. One is more like playing a practical joke on everybody, and the other is like trying to make something of quality. Oh, I absolutely right. think we should do the reboot as the last season, though. Yes, okay. I feel like it's not so much a practical joke as like a bit, like a like a big bit. Yeah, we could also perfectly plan out every season and just plan. A complete arc that lasts 25 seasons. Yeah. Like where we keep saying like, no, we do know how it's going to end. And then when the last season finally happens 25 years later, everybody's like, wow, they actually did. Uh, (laughs) I think that that whole time. Yeah, that would be a huge surprise. All it takes is for you to do many years of hard work and to be a genius. Yeah. For everybody to believe in you. We can do that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, I mentioned Game of Thrones ending earlier, but like we might be making a case for how they should have run that show into the ground. Because when they tried oh, yeah. to wrap that show it up... didn't need less time. That show needed yeah. like three more seasons. Yeah, yeah. they. Could, I think people would still like that show if they just sort of let everyone give up on it. People would just sort of have fond memories of the first five or six seasons they enjoyed. Just like if it, I think Walking Dead's a good show for the most part. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, but then there there was like a season where Negan would come out and he would give like alpha dog speeches for what seemed like eight hours. And, Mm -hmm. and that went on for more than an entire season. And, uh, that was awful. And, uh, they're doing a thing where they're kind of rebuilding America, like the class system. So they like found a town where they're like, Oh, you were a, Rich person before, then we're going to make you a rich person here. And you're like, fucking why? It's just like people that like missed. (laughs) I do like the soap opera model, the model of like this infinity train where it's like, just hop off and hop on whenever you feel like it. Yeah. We'll be here. Uh, You guys hopped off so much later. You guys rode that train into the next state. I got mm -hmm. off on the next stop. That's Mm -hmm. true. I liked Walking Dead too, but I, I think it was season two, maybe season three that I was just like, nope. Oh, yeah, I lasted I'm good. Uh, very long. Uh, so I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I think what's appealing <laughs> also... the cast system? I just yeah. can't even imagine how it got there. <laughs> what's it's appealing also think. with um, stuff like The Walking Dead is getting to see these characters, like, progress. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, you can have these cartoon characters get, like, the, you know, the Carl treatment, where they're, like, more and more grizzled, and, and right. you know, they start falling apart or murdering, and... Uh, over like the span of ten seasons, so I think that would also be kind of fun. Agreed. Yeah, just how just how far Cuddle Bear has gone. Yeah. on this journey. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if you Snuggle guys read uh, X Men in the nineties, but like comic book characters would go through these arcs where they would rebuild their bodies and get like extra brains mashed into them, and then like right, we could do that because they're cartoons. So like, if we're getting bored with two characters, boom, they just merged into one Unimind, mm-hmm. and now. They're, you know, that's the kind of thing you can do. Now they're a centaur. Who fucking cares? And pregnant. Pregnant centaur. And pregnant. Everybody's, yeah. there's, there's going to be a season where everybody gets pregnant. Right. Everybody gets pregnant. Yes. God, this is hot already. Oh, yeah. 
it's going to be erotic, right? I think I, I think that went without saying. Oh, I, I think certain seasons will be more erotic than others, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the reboot, as as is usually the tradition with reboots, there's going to be a lot of fucking in that reboot. I mean, yeah. it's going to be... It's going to be, I know what you did last summer. It's just straight fucking all the time. If right. Krang sees a pregnant centaur, he's going to fuck it. <laughs> yeah, if we get on HBO, we can be really explicit, too. Yeah. So we'll, we'll send this to HBO. Um, I think we wrote a pretty good uh, thing. This is not at all what I thought we were going to do. I really thought we were going to just sort of decide on what the best theoretical zombie film would be uh, using tropes. But I think what we accidentally did is write, like, Two seasons of the greatest show ever. Yeah, yeah. So. Now let's let's just submit this around and get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Let's get cracking. Sweet. You know, if we did this podcast every week, by the end of the year, we would have seven awesome shows. Yeah, we would have a lot of shows and no listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week when we like pitch a romantic comedy about sorcerers. Einstein wounded Frankfurt. The Cosmoverse is in trouble once again. Evil Count Spatula and his Star Boys have captured Princess Ether, and it's up to the Supremes to save her now. The universe needs Wienertron to your lion, Three Finger Louie, Adrian H, Alpha Scientist Javo, Armando Nava, Uform, the head, Aiden Moat. Benjamin Cyronin, Brandon Garlock, Bim Talzer, you're the left leg, Brianne Whitney, Brockway loves the meat millie, Dr. Awkward, Chad, you're the right leg, Eric Spaulding, Dean Costello, Chase McPherson, you pilot the right arm, Chris Brower, K&M, Laziest man on Mars. Curious glare, you're on left arm duty. Dan B, you're the left hand. Jellaho, Ken Paisley. Hambone, you're on torso patrol. Haraka, Hot Fart. Jaber Al Aiden, you're, uh, you're the right hand. Patrick Herbst. Rev, John Dean, left foot, John McCammon, right foot, John Minkoff, Josh Fabian, Josh S is, uh, the gyrating hips, Mark, Matt Cortez, Matt Riley, you're the heart, Mike Stiles, Moju, ND, Neil Bailey, you're the brain, Neil Schaefer, you're the guts. 
Nick Ralston, you're the pancreas. Everything needs a pancreas. Nick H. Rhiannon. Rich Joslin, you're the id. Sarkovsky, you're the ego. Donald Finney. Timmy Leahy. Tommy G, we can't do this without you. You're the, uh, the hair. Toasty God. Aaron Croston. Tom Sakula, we need you to be the glasses. Fancy Shark. Yosarian. And Cyril. You're the third leg. You know what I mean, Cyril. Look, I'm trying to be a gentleman here, but fine. You get in that cock line.